the therapy you need from your favorite bitches. <laughs> Cheers, bitches. Cheers, bitch. Welcome back. back. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Bitch Therapy. This is Cameron. And I'm Alyssa. And on this episode, we're going to tell you guys how to vet men when you're going on dates and some red flags to look out for. We're going to tell you all the right questions to ask. Yeah, because listen, when you're dating, you are getting to know someone, you're playing the long game, seeing what their intentions are, what kind of person they are, and that all plays into how it's going to benefit you for your future. And if you can actually see yourself with them long term, or if they're just a dusty that's trying to waste your time and get a quick fuck, which we are not here for. The sooner you find out the right information, the better. The better, because then you won't be wasting your time. Exactly, because I feel like when girls go on dates, everyone, depending on their personality, you're looking for different things. So we're going to tell you some little questions that can help you gauge the type of guy you're going out with and really see if they're what you're looking for because that's what we want to find you know everyone wants to find a specific guy that fits their needs whatever type of lifestyle you want to have it should align with yours because listen in the end if the person that you're with if you don't have the same end goals or the same you know aspirations in life it's most likely not going to work out or last for very long yeah you need the same end goals exactly for fucking sure let's jump right into it Things that you should ask men on dates, all right? We always, you know, ask the same questions. What did you do for work? What's your family like? Yada, yada. But it's really important some niche questions to ask them to really gauge their personality and the kind of person they are, you know? I agree. So aside from talking about their job and what they do, I think it's also super important to ask them what other little side things they're into. Because listen... We're all about health, about wellness, and about getting shit done. So if the man you're with doesn't have any aspirations for the future, he's not the guy for you. And, like, their hobbies show a lot about the personality mm-hmm. and, like, interests outside of just being a fucking accountant. Exactly. And it'll also give you more insight on where they're going to end up in life because the guy that, you know, he has a day job, but he's also interested in stocks or in other things, things to advance his career. He wants to open multiple businesses. He has multiple interests. That will be very different than the guy who literally just wants to sit around all the time and have you make him food and literally just sit around and watch football or play play video video games. games. Literally the biggest ick ever. There's a lot of guys So there's, like, two different kinds of guys, right? They're the ones who go to work, and then after work, they want to sit around and do nothing. They want to sit around and just literally play video games. They're not worried about advancing themselves or making more money in any way or having, like, hobbies that will benefit them. And then there's, you know what I mean? There's other guys who are, like, the exact Yeah, they're more go-getters, and they want to do things in life. They have more aspirations, more goals. And listen, that's totally fine. You know, you work, you work hard, you want to sit and chill. Someone, some girls might be able to enjoy that, but just speaking from our own personal experience, we love go-getters. We love a guy that has multiple things going on, multiple interests. Yes. We're, we're more into the hustler men. Exactly. And honestly, ladies, you should be too, because those are the type of men that are going to be providers and you're going to have a very exciting life with multiple things going on. 
Yeah, you don't want to keep sitting at home watching him play video games. Like, exactly. bitch, it's also your world, too. Exactly. And listen, that's going to get old really quick. It will. Been there, done that. Yeah. So while you're on a date with a guy, aside from asking him, oh, what do you do for work? Or like, what do you do now? I always love to ask them, if money didn't matter, what would you be doing? Or if you could have another job besides the path you chose, what would you choose? Because also that's really telling about their personality. Yeah, it really Mm -hmm. is. Exactly. Like some guys, you know, he might have a day job, but he might also be really into stocks. He might also have, you know, aspirations to travel or he might, you know, want to own multiple properties, you know, maybe rent them out and then also travel a lot of places. So, you know, you could own properties, Airbnb them, but then when people aren't there, you can go and be jet setting with them, bitch. Yeah, like there's like I've met so many guys who are like, I mean, I've only been to Florida. Like a lot of them will be like, why do I need to leave? I have everything I have right here. Like, no, you want a guy who wants adventure. I mean, unless you're a person who just likes to stay at home all the time. Yeah, or you're a homebody, love being by your family, you don't want to move away. But personally, for example, okay, I went on a date with a guy a few years ago and, you know, he seemed like my type online, whatever, we hit it off through text. But then we went on a date. First off, he took me on a date to which I would not recommend. We went for drinks at a bar, okay? Ew. I only do dinner dates now because yeah, if same. a man cares about you, he's going to want to put some food in your stomach while you're drinking. Not just meet up for a few drinks and then send you home tipsy driving almost killing yourself on the drive home. Or okay? I feel like when they're trying to like give when they try to give you a lot of drinks and you're not eating food, I feel like they're trying to take advantage of you and then be like, "Oh, just come to my place." Exactly. They're trying to lower your inhibition. Or I'm not going to drop you off. Like, I don't know. I feel like it's like Exactly. Creepy. Like it's more manipulative and they're just trying to lower your guard in order to manipulate you to get what they want and they don't really care about what you want. Mm-hmm. And ladies, you should be with a man who cares about what you want because you will be able to feel more secure in the relationship and be able to have longevity in your relationship because it shows right off the bat they respect you and they care about you more if and to go back to this we always say this if they were out with their celebrity crush their dream girl would they just be trying to get her drunk and take her back home true they wouldn't they They would be whining and dining her and pulling out all the stops because they want to impress her to show her they're the type of man that can provide the type of life that she wants you are the dream sweetie you are the dream girl exactly you are the dream so act like it and he's he needs to treat you like you're the dream girl exactly i would say another question that i like to ask is i like to ask about the holidays I'm like, how are the holidays for you? Do you have a big family? Is it fun? What's the dynamic? Because I feel like that shows a lot in a person. Like a lot of men, I feel like men, first off, they don't do anything anyways for the holidays. It's not like they're cooking up a storm, cleaning up the house. Yeah, all by themselves. It's usually their family or someone else making more of the effort. And also it's really telling too quickly just a lot of narcissists will say they hate the holidays. Yeah. And you know why they hate the holidays? Because they it's make them about fucking them. miserable. Exactly. It's not about them. And because the holiday isn't about them, they make it miserable for everyone else. So the attention is on them, whether it's good or bad attention. It has to be on them and it has to revolve around them. Yeah. And so like that's a huge red flag if a guy's like, oh, I hate the holidays. I hate my family. I hate this. I hate that. You want to be with someone that negative. They that's aren't even doing the work is my point too. It's not even like it's that stressful for them. All they do is eat and receive gifts. 
and maybe get a gift for their mom and their fucking girlfriend yeah, or not even so it shows that they don't even respect their family so yeah. what type of respect are they going to show you if they can't even respect the people in their life that they're supposed to show the most love to like their job is literally just to show up so if they can't be there for something that's focused more on children and their family yeah. rather than if they them, can't even enjoy that. exactly if they can't even enjoy that a holiday that their family is trying to make a whole like you know nice experience for everyone what does that say about them it says that they're a miserable fuck and you don't want to be with a guy like that and it shows that like they don't care about family and you know for women who want a family or just want a man to care about you and your family that's a huge red flag because he does not give a fuck. He's one selfish asshole who does not give a fuck about family or anybody. Exactly. And listen, we understand family isn't perfect. Everyone yeah. might have issues with their family. We would know. But it shows character how a man addresses this question. You know, we could say, listen, my family isn't the best. Not super close with them. We don't really vibe. But I still love the holidays. I still make it, you know, a great experience. Because everything in this life is what you make it. So even if you don't like your family, take women, for example. Even if we're fighting with our family, if we're not having a good time, you know, if you get kicked out of the house, if you have a fight with them, what will you do? You'll still go to your friend's house you'll make mm-hmm. it a nice time you'll make it a nice time for yourself you'll do something fun and you'll always figure it out so if you're talking to a guy and all he has is negative things to say about the holidays negative things about to say about his family negative things to say about his friends you're getting into a situation he's not going to have anything positive to say he about doesn't you, see himself even if, as a problem exactly even if you're the most amazing person ever he's not going to see that no. And you don't want a man that can't see your worth and your potential. You know, it's giving narcissists and cold. And, like, I dealt with this with the guy before. Like, all he had to say was just negative things about his family. I'm like, sure, yeah, his family wasn't perfect. But, like, he had no responsibility to do anything ever. He didn't even know where the fucking spoons were in his fucking house. Oh, my God. And he just shows up, you know, with his rich-ass family serving them, like, all this, like, fantastic food and like his mom just like babies him and he's like oh this is annoying like, i'm not doing what i want and yeah. i'm like you can't sit down for a fucking meal like literally christmas is one fucking day you ass mm-hmm. like pull it together like you should be happy that you're spending time with people that care about people you too exactly like you, you never know when it's their last you know yeah and you should cherish the people in your family and have respect for them i also had a similar experience with someone i've been out with in the past he had nothing nice to say he actually worked in a family business so he did admit he's like you know my family has helped me a lot all this stuff mm-hmm. aside from saying his family has done things for him he had nothing nice to say about them he complained yeah. about his mom he complained about his ex he complained about all his friends and you know what that made me feel even though we were only dating for a short time I was definitely more young and dumb and it made me feel like I had to be on my best behavior and do everything nice for him because I wanted him to be able to say nice things about me. But that's besides the point because no matter how good you try to act Mm -hmm. or how great, you know, you're trying to be now and impress this guy so he'll have nice things to say about you. If he doesn't even have nice things to say about his family members that are taking care of him or his exes that probably weren't all bad you think he's gonna be able to scrape together two nice words about you you could be an angel to this man you could kiss the ground he walks on he's still probably gonna conjure up something terrible to say about you which is again a sin but be able to recognize it so you don't get stuck in that situation 
Yeah, that's very, like, a personality type that's, what can you do for me? Exactly. Your value is only what you can provide for me. Mm-hmm. Which which is giving, which is giving. Narcissist again. Narcissist and not a real man. Exactly. men are supposed to be providing for you. And then you're going to be bending over backwards for a guy who doesn't appreciate it. And in the end of it, won't have anything nice to say about you as well. No, even though you've that. been nothing Fuck but that. an angel to him. And small a Jeff. dick, small dick, yeah, small dick. Small dick small energy. Dick. And we're not here for that. Also, when you ask questions and if men reply mostly negative, that's a red flag too because mm-hmm. for women too, try to be as positive as you can, especially on a fucking first date or two because you're starting a new chapter with somebody. You want it to be on a positive note. You don't want to show them that you're super negative. Being negative is so not attractive. It's such a turnoff from 100%. both genders, you know? And it's first not impressions attractive. and first impressions are important. They are really important. Be fucking positive. And if something's really wrong in your life, like maybe don't share it, you know, on the first Exactly. Date. You don't need to spill your guts. Keep it light, keep it fun, and still get the information you need out of it. An- another thing that I love to dive into on a first date. Wait, I have, I have, a, qu- I have a question for you. Oh, okay, sure. That. What's your question? I have a question for you. So, go for it. Do you think women should ask men what their zodiac sign is on the first date? Oh, okay. So, personally, this is a tough one. I feel that most women would agree. I'd like to know. I don't think it's, you know, concrete of what someone's going to act like. But I do feel like most of the time it does line up a little bit with someone's personality. So yeah, I always think it's just fun to know. And I also think that if you ask, how he answers is also very telling. Mm-hmm. Is he going to be a dick and belittle your beliefs and be like, oh, that's stupid. I don't know. Like, you know, all this stuff. Or is he going to actually, you know, entertain the question and have a free-flowing conversation back? You want to be in a relationship with someone that you can openly talk to. You shouldn't have to be worried about asking them things. You shouldn't have to worry that they're going to be mean to you or give you a snide answer. You should be able to have an open, honest conversation. And even if, you know, that topic isn't their cup of tea, how they react to it is also very telling about their personality. I 100% agree with that. I think that's a great response because you know what? It's like, even if he doesn't believe in zodiacs and astrology. He doesn't need to put you down right away for it. He could exactly. be like, "Oh, I'm an Aries. I don't really know much about it, or I don't really, you know, believe in that stuff that much." Mm-hmm. But that's it. You know, he doesn't need yeah, to be exactly. like, "That's so stupid." Yeah, like, why would you ask me that? Idiot. Like, are you trying to stereotype me? Yeah, all he this stuff. Yeah, no, he definitely doesn't need to do that. Another thing I love to ask is. Maybe not on the first date, but if you're dating someone in general, I think it's important to know what their previous relationships, you don't have to ask what they were like, but a good way to gauge them is asking how long they were. You want to know if you're this guy's first serious girlfriend. Ask how long they were. Exactly. Don't get too in depth on the first or second date that much. Maybe Mm -hmm. the third get more in depth, but like. Yeah. Ask how fucking long. Be like, yeah, how be like, many? What's your longest relationship? Yes. Or when was your last girlfriend? Yes. Because when, if when did it end? You don't want to be a rebound. Exactly. If they're a serial dater and they're just back to back, oh, I've only, I've been with ten girls, like three months, two months, six months, whatever. You know, he's probably just you know working through some things. He doesn't know what he wants. He might be a hot mess. And if you don't want to get involved in that, you don't have sweetie, to. you don't have to. So it's always important to ask. Because if you're looking for a serious relationship as well, you might not want to be someone's first girlfriend. If you're dating a 30-year-old guy and he's like, oh, yeah, I've never really had a serious girlfriend before. That's such a red flag. That's a red flag because 
you can't hold a long relationship or you don't you haven't met any girl that you think is good enough to date like or you you don't have the capacity exactly you don't have the capacity to hold a relationship longer than a few months what does that say about you as a person you don't want to be anyone's fucking mother or pet owner and have to fucking train them and wipe exactly and And teach them left from right Mm -hmm. and especially us like now that we're in our mid-20s i don't want to be someone's first girlfriend okay i was someone's first girlfriend in high school in college whatever did the trial run Saw the preview. No thanks. I'm not staying for the movie, okay? And we're also dating guys who were like a few years older. So they're going to be in their later 20s. Yeah, to early 30s. Early 30s. So it's like we should really not be the first girlfriend. Exactly. And that also shows maybe they don't have the emotional capacity to even maintain a girlfriend or a serious relationship. Yeah, so if you're looking they don't for have a that emotional like, intelligence. Yeah, if they don't have the emotional depth to hold a relationship and a long-term relationship is what you're looking for, you don't want to be the trial run girlfriend because Hell no. not to shit on first relationships. I've been, you know, the long-term girlfriend, first girlfriend for a few guys that I've dated and they go through a lot of trial and error because when you, you literally get literally have to train woman, them like yeah, you have dogs. to train them. And listen, at a certain point, you're not going to want to have to train them and, no. you know, explain to them how a woman's body works and about periods and about how to treat a woman right. You want to be treated right. You don't want to have to explain how you should be treated right. Yeah, like they shouldn't have to question why there's a tampon in their garbage. Exactly. <laughs> And also, when you're vetting these guys and asking them these questions, you're also going to see a lot of their red or green flags, depending on how they answer or about the answers you get. So another great question I love to ask guys is to keep it light. This is definitely a great topic for the first or second date. Mm -hmm. Ask them about their friends. You know, it's not too heavy. It's not asking about, oh, how many ex-girlfriends have you had or how many this, how many whatever, or anything too personal about their family. Be like, oh, like, who's your best friend? Or like, did you go to school with a best friend? Or do you have best friends from childhood? A lot of the times men make friends from their childhood and they keep those friends forever. So think if they don't have one friend, they can scrape together if they can't hold a friendship that speaks on its own, especially for guys, because if they even can't keep one friend, think of how shitty they are that they can't have one. Good it's so friend true because guys, I feel like don't they, they're not as, like, catty with each other. Like, girls, I feel like it's harder to keep friendships because it's always mm-hmm. like, oh, she did this, he did that. Yeah, blah, blah, and girls blah, blah. are more emotional. More emotional. And your interests change a lot more, I feel like. Yeah, like, guys literally sometimes just, like, literally don't give a shit about beef with each other. Mm-hmm. Like, And guy friendships are so much more low maintenance. Yes, that's the thing. There's so much more low maintenance, so it's easier for them to attain. Exactly. So if you can't even... If they can't even maintain a relationship with a guy, how are they going to maintain a complicated relationship with a woman? They can't. Exactly. And also another thing to ask is you can ask, oh, like, how are your friends? Like, do you have, like, friends that are girls, friends that are guys? Because also, too, not saying that guys should have a ton of friends that are girls because we know most guys can't hold a platonic friendship with women. Most of the time, they usually want to secretly get with them and fuck them. I feel like they always do, especially if they're like a better looking female. Yeah, nine times out of ten because a guy isn't going to be friends with an ugly girl. They're not. Or they're not going to be friends with a girl that they think is unattractive. Yeah. For lack of better terms. Or if they are, it's like just because they like that she's in love with him and it's like stroking his ego even though he's like, I'll never probably hit that but like she's in love with me but she's just like my girl best friend exactly i hate girl best friends for men by yeah, the way so their best friend shouldn't be I a girl but it is a green flag if they are able to be in a friend group with a girl because if they can't even have one female friend think about this if they have a friend a whole friend group right and it's an even amount of guy and girls 
I hate they guys with a friend group. No, I understand, but just but think, I'm I'm very possessive. No, I understand, and I am too. So it's like I should be your number one, but. Yeah. If you can't even hold some type of platonic relationship, at least for a certain amount of period in your life with a woman, it shows that you probably don't treat women that well because also women have higher standards for their friendship. So if they can't be around that guy, they're either creepy or they treat women badly or they're just not a good friend. So if they can't keep a female friend, that probably means that they don't treat women well. Because even if a guy has female friends, it's not about whether or not he wants to get with them. It's about how well he treats them. And if he's able to actually hold a conversation and care about someone else outside of himself other than men. I mean, that is true. I mean, I guess it, it is more of like a mature standpoint of like, this man can have a friend group and like, you know, there are some females in it. But like the dynamic is friendship. The thing is, I haven't seen it play out well. Because okay. most of the men that I've seen are fucking whores and can't control yeah. themselves. All right, that's fair. They think any sort of kindness from a woman, even being a friend, you know, they just try to go for her. But they say, like, pretty women don't trust men as much because... You see the other side of it. We literally see married men, men with children, men who have had girlfriends for, like, years. Like, they'll mm-hmm. try to flirt with you or try to get with you. Like, you know if you, like, shown any little... Th- like sense of interest they would just jump on it and try to get with you you know yeah. what i mean no i understand that so and that's me, what most guys are but yeah. so for me i think that would be a good quality in them yeah i, I just mean, haven't a, seen it yet listen it depends how they explain it so i think it's yeah. important to ask because their answer yeah. is very telling and you'll be able to differentiate very fast yeah. if they actually have a genuine relationship with guys and girls mm-hmm. or if they just treat women like objects and then women don't like them or want to be around them because a lot of men, like it's sad, like they can't see a woman as a friend. They see her as an object. Yeah, they put her into a category. Hoe or wife. Mm-hmm. That's what they do. Exactly. And we'll get into the whole box theory in yeah. another episode because mm-hmm. that is a whole another episode That's a on its whole own. Another topic. Or also another fun little question that I always like to ask guys is who is their celebrity crush? I love because that it's a very you know lighthearted, playful question, but It gives you some really good insight on, you know, what they like and what they don't like. Let's say you're... Especially, like, it gives you insight on their fantasies. Exactly. Let's say you're a fiery little Latina girl, you know, dark features, tan skin, whatever. Yeah. And their celebrity crush is Margot Robbie or Sydney I'd be so pissed off. They're both beautiful women. Literally nothing wrong with that. But you know if you're in a relationship with them and a tall, beautiful, blonde-haired, blue-eyed girl walks by... They're going to be staring her down and embarrassing the fuck out of you and probably fantasizing about her. Yeah. So if you're not their celebrity crush, you're probably not the dream girl. They might not be treating you the best and they might dump you real quick for another girl that is their type that looks at them. Yeah. I literally hate that. I'm like, your celebrity crush should be someone who- That looks like me. That looks like me. And if it's not, we have a problem. Like, they need to have similar features that I do. Not saying you have to look- like the same category, Exactly. And not saying- Exactly. It has to be the same category. Not saying you have to look a specific way. Like, if their celebrity crush is like Sofia Vergara and you're like, oh my god, I don't look exactly like her. Like, whatever. Like, Mila Kunis. Like, whatever. It just has to be the, about the same features. Like, oh, like, I love, like, petite women with, like, dark hair. Or, oh, I love yeah. tall women with, like, short hair. Oh, yeah. I love 
like, you know, model type women or, oh, I love whatever. Or, so or I like big asses and then yeah, you have a big ass. Exactly. Like, it will be telling, like, if they love someone, like a type of girl that has more curvy figure, you know, like big bust, whatever, and you have an A cup, you're going to feel insecure as fuck and you're going to be like, damn, I know he's fantasizing about a girl that has more going on than like, I do. Like, I would be so mad if I was on a date because, like, I have brown hair, big boobs and shit and they were like oh i love Gigi hadid i'd be like bitch yeah you're like all right then i'm not your dream girl and you're not gonna treat me that well tall and skinny like like that i'm not your type then exactly and you know what even though it might sound shallow like oh you have to date a guy that like you're his type it's true though because then you're always gonna feel insecure Mm -hmm. and you're always gonna be thinking that he's gonna fuck you over for someone else even if you've built this like deep like you know connection all this stuff you're always gonna have that in the back of your mind and don't you want to be with someone that's your type as well exactly like think of yeah think about your dream man your celebrity crush like you shouldn't settle for anybody who isn't a part of that category even if he's not as good looking he should be you should have similar quality. Exactly. They don't have to be a carbon copy. They don't have to be a doppelganger. Like, that's unrealistic. We're not telling you, like, you know, to be that or, like, if you don't look exactly like a celebrity or, like, their celebrity crush yeah. or, like, their dream crush, whatever, that it's not going to work. But, you know, nine times out of ten, if you're literally the opposite of everything they fantasize about, yeah. it's probably not going to have longevity down the line. It's not. All right. So now let's say you got all your questions out of the way, right? It's very important how a guy acts when the bill comes. And how he approaches that. I personally love when a guy just gives his card and doesn't even look at the bill. I get yeah, if they want to check, you know, and make bill. sure everything that they got is right. But honestly, a man that's taking you out wants to impress you, wants to show you that he's got you. You don't have to worry about the thing. You don't have to worry about a thing. You can be fully in your feminine energy and, you know, he's going to be the man and take charge of the situation. I think it is so hot when a guy just throws his card down and is like, all right, just take it, whatever. Or if they pay the bill before you even see it. Like, let's say he gets up to go to the bathroom, excuses himself, whatever, or just, you know, excuse himself from the table, whatever. Oh, my God. Goes and pays the bill, and then you're just, you know, having a great time, having a great conversation, maybe finishing up your dinner, dessert, drinks, or drink at the dinner, whatever you're getting. And you're like, oh, like, okay, like, I'm ready to go, whatever. Or even you could ask, like, okay, yeah, like, we can get the check, whatever. And he's like, oh, I I already took care of it. Like, oh, my God, like, panties wet. Like, not going home with you on the first date, but that just scored you some major points. And, like... I hate when guys, like, give you time to, like, pretend to reach for it or pretend to be like, oh, I have my card with me. Like, don't even give me the time to do that. Exactly. And also, ladies, don't even offer. If he asked you out on a date and picked a restaurant to go to and planned the date as he should, he's inviting you out on a date to get to know you. Your money you spent on your makeup, your outfit, everything, you already paid for the date. You already took the time to get ready for the date and you already paid for the date with everything that you took to get ready. So if he's literally asking you for money or even trying to test you being like, oh, like I'm short $5. Like, do you have money? You can literally be like, yeah, I have money. Do you have money? Or you can say, laugh and be like, oh, I'm sorry. I I didn't realize you asked me out as friends. Or you can look at him. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, I'm going to give you bitches some options, okay? Whatever you feel comfortable with. Or... You can literally, or you could be like, oh, you don't have enough, like, you can't afford this? Yeah, be like, oh, I can. a restaurant you can't afford. Exactly. You can be like, oh, I can help you if you need. Yeah, I'm be like, oh, you you need help? 
paying the bill you can't afford it mm-hmm. oh okay yeah like, or oh. you can say sorry i didn't realize that we, you were asking me how his friends sure here i can pay for myself yeah and never talk to that bitch again like don't even give him a hug goodbye no nothing that's disgusting disgusting, disgusting. like literally throwing up in just because you can pay for the bill doesn't mean you should ladies don't do that exactly and listen you should always be able to take care of yourself whatever you're getting on the date you should be able to afford times two but that doesn't mean you should have to that's the thing it's not that you can't afford it you shouldn't have to if you're with a man you shouldn't have to be pulling out your wallet you shouldn't have to pull out your card there are other men dealing with these fucking headaches of human beings if they can't fucking pay for your fucking pasta or salmon literally and there are men that would be embarrassed for you to take out your card. There's literally guys we've been out with, even guy friends that are like, put away your card. What are you doing? Like, you're out with me tonight. Yeah, it, it makes me feel like they're a man and I'm being cheap with myself. Because I'm like, yeah, no, you're fucking right. The fuck? Exactly. Like, I should just expect this. Exactly. And especially, like, you know, I've had experiences, I don't know about you, when I'm younger where – I have unfortunately paid for myself and you know what? It really made me like them a lot less because I'm like, you're inviting me out and you can't even pay for me. Why are you inviting me out that I could just stay home or hang out with my girlfriends and have girl? A time? I'm not even judging you. I was taken out to Taco Bell. <laughs> like there's no coming back from that. That is why we're able to talk about these things because we've experienced the super lows. Exactly. And also it should be embarrassing for these guys to ask you for money because literally guys are so quick they're not embarrassed to ask you to take your clothes off to ask you to go home with them on the first date so why would you be embarrassed to make them feel bad about paying for you they're the one that asked you out no it's so true like guys do not act shy they ask for the most intimate fucking rude things all the fucking time they're like no just come out with me no just take off your clothes i try to touch your fucking vagina in the fucking car but then they can't pay for your fucking dinner and your glass of wine like, get out of here. Like, no. It's no, ridiculous. no, 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 no. Even prostitutes charge exactly. for their fucking time. So, <laughs> ladies, enough. Seriously. And also, they invited you out, and it just shows they will always try to hold things over your head. And that's someone you don't want to be with. No, that's not. Mm-hmm. So, ask your questions right. Yeah, be strategic with your questions. Don't just be like, what's your favorite color? What's your favorite food? What's your favorite this? Be strategic with your questions. Find out what you need to know about them. Really get to know them. And see if they're the type of man and the quality of man that you need and want to be with. Yeah, don't waste your fucking time. Exactly. The faster you know the important things, the faster you can either dip or invest. So that's pretty much all we have to say for this episode, bitches. Stay safe out there. Bye. Bye, bitches.